Hey, thanks for listening to this Fireside Friday. I wanted to take a moment before playing this reading of my poem and acknowledge my privilege that is put on display in this poem. This piece of writing details an experience that I had in 2019 when I was going through a mental health crisis and thought the solution to that would be to put my life on pause and take a solo trip to Central America for four weeks. (laughs) What I want to acknowledge is the immense amount of privilege that I had to be able to do that. It was not a wise decision, but not everybody even has the option to up and leave their life and go gallivanting around Central America for a month. I just felt like it was a little tone deaf to not acknowledge that I do see the privilege in this story. And I just wanted to make a note about that before you listen to this, because as I listened back to it, I kind of inwardly cringed and was like, ooh, hopefully the moral of the story doesn't get overshadowed by the privilege of the story. So I just wanted to say that before you listen to this poem. Thanks for listening. It was the year before the world fell apart. Quietly, my internal world was crumbling. From the outside looking in, things looked good. I had love, a home, a job, and time. But inside my mind, things weren't right. I sank to the kitchen floor and cried, without really knowing why. Caught in a cycle of self-pity followed by shame, I hated myself for feeling this way. And if you haven't learned yet from Brene, shame isn't helpful, it's damaging. I thought I found a fix, I just needed to get away. So I figured it out, pressed pause on everything, I packed my bags, kissed my husband goodbye, and hopped on a plane. I flew to a place I knew, a tiny green jewel, where the people are warm and the sun is too. A place where surely the darkness couldn't follow, a place that would surely fill in this hollow. I arrived at dusk, gathered my stuff, and set off alone. A friendly face offered me a ride. I said yes and hopped inside, and off we went into the night. I safely arrived at the home where I'd stay with a Tika whom I'd met through Instagram. She welcomed me in this open soul with dinner and a bed, and to me she said, Mi casa es tu casa, bienvenida a Costa Rica. I felt then that I'd done something right, made the right choice to leave home. My therapist encouraged me, my husband supported me, and now here I am in rainforest paradise. I woke to the warmth of the morning, the sun streaming in, the sounds of tropical birds and diesel engines, a spark in my heart I hadn't felt in a while, a jolt of life, the thrill of having gotten myself to another part of the world. Certainly I'd managed to leave behind the heaviness I'd been feeling all of the time. For when you're in a place so full of life, how could it possibly follow you, the deadness inside? I set off on a walk along the winding roads, not knowing or caring where I'd go. Soon the heady thrill faded and I realized I'd made myself really alone. Lost and trying not to panic, the sun was sinking low and so was the charge on my phone. Somehow I made it back in time. I walked inside and felt a sense this wasn't right, plopped into the middle of someone else's life. Should I be here or should I be back home? Rather than living in the confines of my routine, I'm a random foreign person in this woman's world. 
The strangeness of my situation hits me, but there's nothing to be done but try to be normal despite my inner turmoil. After a few days, I felt the itch to pack up and leave. There was more of that rich land to see, and I had to keep going to keep the shadow from finding me. I made it to the van just in time. I climbed inside, sweating, wanting to cry, catching my breath from the uphill run. Lost and late, I almost missed my ride. I met another kindred soul on that drive, a young Italian woman going the same place as I. To me, the destination was an escape, the next place where I'd try to hide from me. A quick friendship grew, as they often do, when you're living outside of what you're used to. I leaned on her as my shadow reached for me. Like jungle roots to the earth, she held me in place while the rain fell around me. I fled to this land to be alone, to escape the noise, to be no one. But as humans do, we find community, even when we think it's the last thing we need. I tried like hell to isolate myself. San Jose to Arenal to Jaco to Punta Arenas and back around. I kept finding myself in the company of those who were unaware that they were helping out, propping me up as I tried so hard to lay down. Onward again, another attempt to fly solo. I placed myself so far out of reach, down a treacherous, winding, potholed road, in the middle of the jungle in a house all alone, with only the butterflies and the tap-tap-tap of a persistent bird to keep me company. I thought it was what I needed, but my shadow finally got a good hold of me. The rainforest storm knocked out access to the phone. The lights went out for hours at a time. Never in my life have I felt so completely in a bind. It scared me to only have me on whom to rely. The version of me crying on the kitchen floor returned, but this time with no distractions, no one to pick me up. I cried and cried hours at a time, till my eyes were raw and dry. I placed myself so far out of reach, no one was going to come find me. I made a deal with my shadow that if she let me lead, I'd get us out and get us what we need. I packed up my things, managed to make it through the days, barely feeding myself, not daring to drink, for fear of where that would lead me. Finally, the morning came, and yet another open face, unknowingly came to my rescue. He drove me out of that little jungle house, down the road, no idea of what I was going through. The absolute mess that was my mind. I guess I put on a brave face, able to hide. He dropped me off, waved goodbye, and with serious doubt, I wondered, could I? Could I do this? Get myself home? I had a long road ahead, a ferry to catch before the sun rose. A couple days I'd spend in the city till I could board a plane and run back home to where I'd find help. I felt like I betrayed that tiny green jewel, coming to her, then running back home. But looking back now, she was my very best friend, holding a mirror and showing me an honest view of me. She gave me friends in the form of people and trees. She gave me the understanding that I could do hard things. She held me and gave me passage while I ran from me. She gave me time and sunshine, as well as an understanding that run running wasn't where I needed to be. I needed to take my shadow and go home. Be brave and face my troubles head on. Get real help, turn around, and look my shadow in the eye. While I don't recommend fleeing your life to see if you might find grass more green, maybe it takes the destruction of routine to wipe the slate clean enough to clearly see what's going on, what's beneath. It's not something we can run from, our shadow selves. They'll catch up, if only to plead with you to get help. Maybe the shadow isn't a shadow at all, but the most honest part of ourselves. 
Thanks for listening to the Makers, Dreamers, Doers podcast with me, Morgan Barrett. Please remember to follow, review, and share this podcast with anyone who you think would enjoy it. Your support helps more people find the podcast. You can also find me on Instagram at morganbarrett underscore underscore and check out my website for more information at morganbarrett.co.